welcome, welcome, welcome to the best idea for a podcast of all time. This is Champs in the Making, a Pokemon Bracket podcast where we take every one of these creatures in the Pokemon video game franchise, put them in a bracket together and find out which one the best one is. Starmie gives me like organic, free range, gluten free, like fidget spinner energy. Swallow can swallow a tire hole in one gulp. Ladybug looks like it is ready to give you so many high fives with each of its little mitten hands. <laughs> I don't like weird ears face. It's got a big testicle for a nose, for sure. <clears throat> I think Dido King's favorite beer is PBR. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Champs in the Making, a Moonshot Network podcast about Pokemon. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or first at patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork. Okay, let's see. This is Persman Street, that's Lark Street. So, this should be right. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Holy jeez, it really does turn into a zoo around here this time of year. Okay, let's see. <laughs> There's our booth. Uh, excuse me. Uh, hello. <laughs> Courier coming through. Get your thrusters. Custom built with decades of family pride. We naturally source this mercury from renewable mines. Sustainably sourced. Oh, hello. Hi. Clem Bianchi. Courier, you get it. Are you- Yeah, you got my AC unit? Yep. It's hot out here, huh? Yeah, yeah, just tell me where to sign and get out of my way. I'm trying to do business here. Here you go. Sign on the- Oh, <laughs> remarkably fast penmanship there, sir. Yeah, sure. Thanks, kid. Now, unless you're building a monster board and need some premium parts, you mind getting away from my booth? Sure. Absolutely. Happy to vacate. You have yourself get your a- catalyzers, tubulators, manifestors, and more. I got it all over here. You have yourself a nice day. So, I know what you're thinking. Wow, Clem made it back to New Penzance? Did they kick down Strelitzia's door in a petulant frenzy ready to rat out their fellow courier? Are they now part of the fierce and fiery resistance against the tyrannical power of board-based sports that threaten this fair city? Well, sort of and kind of. Kind of and sort of. Okay, this seems good enough. Sanctuary, what kind of animal are you caring for? This is, uh, shit, um, uh, Lapland Longspur, Lapland Longspur. Lapland Longspur, where is the animal? Uh, Persimmon Street, uh, underneath the awning of, um, let's see, the the former, uh, Davis Dixon's Donuts and Drywall. Heck of a combo. And the condition of the plumage? Condition of the... Does it have any stray feathers to collect? Oh, (laughs) yes. There's plumage to spare. Sorry. Understood. Stay there. Animal control is en route. Thank you. So do I, uh... Oh, they hung up. Okay, let's write down what we got off that package and find a good place. So, like I said, kinda and sorta. My plan had been to come back to the dragonfly nest and tell Strelitzia, Hello! All of your off-world friends are in danger. The last guy you hired ratted you out to your enemies, and now I'm here to rat him out to you. But it didn't quite go the way I planned. That lady just keeps getting one step ahead of me. Hello, dragonfly nest. You're just as disarmingly beautiful as last time I was here. I wonder if Alder is around here today. Hello, carrier. Oh shit, you're... Not Alder. I am not, but I do know you. We met last time you came here. When you fell from the sky? 
think I'll stick to the traditional type of landing from here on out. Safely inside my ship, no exceptions. Listen, I'm sure she's busy, and I get it, but I really need to talk to- Strelitzia is expecting you. She is? You've made good time, too. Come. What? And there they are again. Hello, Clem. Hi, Strelitzia. Good to see you again. You're looking, uh, well? I'll choose to ignore that you phrased that as a question, Courier. You've responded quickly enough to earn that much. Responded? To the recall, yes. Who was it who filled you in? Marcus? Velcro? Sleuth Henderly? No, she's on vacation this time of the cycle. Filled me in on... The new phase, yes. As you've no doubt heard, I don't have much need for supply runs anymore. Not of the type I've had you doing. All of my contacts across the system should be either headed back here or running off to some other corner of the stars to do business in. Busy lives sprint at the chance to take their next twists and turns, you see. You... And so I've called you back here for a new job offer. One a bit more on-world. You... have... Yes... Yes, you have. And I'm here to hear about it. And what a listener you are, Bianchi. May I cut to the chase? It, yeah. You definitely can. I have use of your ability. Some may hear this and think that I have reduced them to nothing but said ability, but I assure you that I am aware you are a human being with a beating heart, hopes, dreams, etc. That's all well and good and very nice. However, I have use of your Silverleaf abilities. You mean the letter opener? The letter opener? Delightfully quaint. Clem, am I correct in understanding that any letter or package you touch can talk to you through the letter opener? It doesn't have to go through any specific process, sprayed with anything? Well, the letter opener doesn't kick in every single time, but it seems like any piece of mail is fair game. Yeah. And believe me, I've had a lot of time to test it out. Actually, just the other day, I was flying out to a a job far out, and I- I'm gonna stop you there, Courier, in the interest of time, which I have very little of. Clem, my plans have entered their next stage. Whereas the last one required materials from off-world, this one has need of ears within the city's walls and on its streets. So, what do you want me to do? Have you ever worked for an on-world postal service before, Courier? I understand it's easy enough to volunteer your services at one. Yeah, once or twice, to pay the bills. It is easy if you're part of a guild. Well, then we better hope your Silverleaf membership still gets you a foot in the proverbial door. Clem, the job I am offering is for you to get a job. New Penzance's postal service is always in need of more hands and feet, especially with the big game approaching. And you want me to use the letter opener there? Precisely. Clem, three weeks from now... Everything will change in this city. One way or another, New Panzance is reaching a turning point. And although I understand what the people need, a fact which I still stand by, I do not know everything that goes on in my city. I consider that my greatest shortcoming. So you want me to deliver mail through New Penzance and give you a call if anybody says, Boy, I hate that Strelitzi and want to kick her ass. <laughs> Goodness. If you hear that, then of course. But more broadly than that. I want to know the temperature in this city. What are people worried about? What are they excited for? What do they say to each other when they think nobody's listening? And you want me to figure out what's important? 
Oh, Lord, no. You'll be given a primer on concepts, phrases, and keywords that could present either a boon or a bane to my work here. Now, do we have a deal? Well, hold on. You've barely given me time to think. As I've told you, Courier, time is in short supply. Even you can't bring me more of that. So? When I had left Virdis, left Balth behind me, all I wanted was one thing. I wanted it with steam coming out of my nose, my ears red, teeth gritted so hard that Doga started recommending dentists. Will you help me, Courier Bianchi? I wanted to prove Balth wrong and rub it in his face. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. I'll do it. So I had been going through Strelitzia's motions for a couple weeks at this point. Anytime a package gave me something interesting, I write it down on a pad of paper and hide the note somewhere near the delivery. Never too close, never too far. Then, the dragonfly nests in someone to pick up the note. Or the plumage, I guess. All in the interest of discretion. But then again, it's not like anybody at the New Penzance Courier's office would have known the difference. Hi, Clerk Roy. I'm back. Yeah. I know. You clearly miss me. Anything else I can take right now? They have me scheduled to work another hour today. Mm. I, uh, I pass by Honeybriar Park. The foot traffic isn't too bad right now. I know most of the folks around here hate running routes through there, so I could take some while the tide's low. Mm. Roy? Here. Oh, wow. <laughs> we had it stacking up, huh? Where are these going? Let's see. One Cowweather Lane? But that's... Problem. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, definitely not. I just, uh, I just didn't expect to be going to board Bellow HQ or whatever. This is fine. It's totally fine. I got this. Mm-hmm. I picked the mail up and bolted out of there so fast the letter opener had to chase me out the door. One Cowweather Lane. The Cowweather Office. I'd seen the address on a couple of the maps in Strelitzia's workshop with pins all over it. Someone along the way filled me in on what it was. The base of operations behind all the big games going on at the Drome. This is the house where all Strelitzia's enemies live. Okay, let's just... Yeah, <laughs> everything's fine. What have we got here? Letter, letter, box, duck, duck, goose. Okay, time to rev up the old board and get to it. Nice day for the ride, at least. <laughs> two weeks! That's right, boardmeisters and sports scholars. There's only two weeks left until the 36th annual Dark Half-Pipe Boardfellows Gauntlet. That means there's no time to lose, Monster Border fans. Morg's Monster Mash has all the shirts, flags, air horns, plasma horns, and more that you could need. Whether you're cheering on the Alcatraz Tardigrades or the home team Penzance Blitzers, we've got enough face paint to cover your whole family in team colors. Visit us at our locations at 767 Negative Parkway or 676 Inverse Expressway. Yeah, dude, we know. Hard not to know. 
New Penzance has a thing for drones. There was the one I hitched a ride on when I first came to the dragonfly nest. And there are also these ones, huge mosquitoes buzzing around, letting everyone know to pre-order their novelty cups and t-shirts now for the biggest game of the year. And every year. It's funny, because Honeybriar Park is beautiful. I don't know how we found so many plants that like Titan soil, but there's trees and then ponds with these huge water ferns and fish that'll poke their heads out of the water and eat out of your hands. It's really nice. But there's a pair of things that keep it from being a whole lot nicer. The drones are one. Whoa! <laughs> hey, excuse me. Well, thanks, Nancy. I... Hey! Watch where you're going! Can't you see I'm teleconferencing here? And there's number two. I thought traffic would still be light by the time I got here, but <laughs> I was wrong. It's a nice park. Everyone who works in the huge office building around it thinks so, too. Hey, watch where you're going. Jeez, <laughs> so much for getting in while it's slow. The thing about crowds... This is embarrassing. I have a hard time picking things out in them. Put me in a huge room full of talking voices. They all just become... One... Thing. Does that make sense? Picking out one voice in all of that is like standing at the edge of a waterfall and trying to figure out what each droplet of water sounds like on its own. It's all water, you know? It's all falling. So, I guess don't be too harsh on me for getting caught off guard. Okay, take a ride at the big starfruit tree and- Whoa! The drone gets locked up tight around game time, so you're gonna need to have this memorized by then. Whoa, is this the monster board drone? The security system in here is all based on auditory locks. Do, do I have to sing into it? Nope. See this? Yes. I, yes, ma'am. But I have no idea what I'm looking at. It's a theremin interface. Won't sound like one, but it plays the same. Watch. See? Oh, wow! <laughs> I'm gonna need to practice that. You will. These are very precise. We change them once a week. This one will be good until the morning of the big game. The gauntlet thing? That's the one. That morning seems pretty short notice. Don't worry. You'll get the new one a few days ahead of time. We don't want any bad actors sneaking in on game day after all. up on the ground. Vertically. What? Vance? Hello, Bianchi. Stop gaping and let me help you up. Yeah, okay. You look dazed. Are you concussed? No, no. I just, uh... I just had a weird, uh... Vance! Wait, what are you doing here? The same as you, I would imagine. Unless you've discarded the courier title for something better fitting you. Oh, well, that works out. I had wondered if you had ditched the mailman life to join the drone security detail. Make sure nobody's putting things in the wrong recycling bin. That's... specific. Yeah. Hey, it's actually good to see you. I'm flattered. Have you still been tangling with the... Um, you know? The letter opener? I have. And yes, I can see you hide that smirk as I use the silly moniker you've given it. Unfortunately, I found it hard to shake. Unpredictable, too. Yeah, same here. That's what made me crash, I think. 
I was holding my cargo just fine, and then blam. Speaking of which, were you able to find it all? I'd hate to hear you, of all people, lose a package from getting sidetracked of all things. You've been saving up the wit until you saw me again, huh? I'm sure I have no idea what you mean. Is that one of yours? That letter blowing away in the wind? Oh, crap. I I have to catch up. Allow me. Whoa. Got it in one. Vance, that was a hell of a jump. Positively ballet-like. I'll choose to take that as a positive. If you have a skill, you may as well make the most. Vance? You okay, buddy? I, uh... Yes! Here, take your letter and go. Thanks. Why are you looking at me like that? I have to go make a call. I'll be seeing you, Bianchi. What? Vance. What just happened? What a weirdo. Here, one minute, then running off like he's... Oh. Was that bad? That was bad, wasn't it? Hey, you gonna stop standing in the middle of the sidewalk? Some of us are trying to appreciate the foliage here. Hmm? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Vance would shit himself if he knew what I'd gotten myself into. What else would he do? How much could he have gotten out of this? This letter's not from a silver leaf or the dragonfly nest. It's from, let's see, Meslebang Security Experts Billing Department. <laughs> That explains what I heard. What I... felt? I swear, if my hands weren't full of mail, I feel like I could play those notes exactly. I've never seen a theremin-based door lock or whatever. What am I supposed to do with this? Okay, Clem. Let's focus up. One thing at a time. Let's get this mail delivered and figure the rest out from there. Dragonfly Ness is looking busy today. I guess Trilitia must be getting close to uh, whatever it is that she's getting close to. She's not going to want to hear about this, but I feel like it's important. It has to be, right? Clem? Hey, Clem! Alder? I've been back here for weeks and this is the first I see you? Hey! Yeah, I knew you were around. I wanted to say hi, but Strelitzia said you were undercover and weren't supposed to come back here. I know. What, uh, what are you doing here, Clem? I know. I promise I wouldn't be here if it wasn't important. Is it barge through Strelitzia's door levels of important? Maybe? Man, I don't know. I wound up taking Samel to the company that runs the drone, and I got a flash of their security guys. And I think I know how to get inside the drone. Is that... Is that anything? Has she been having trouble figuring out how to do that? Is breaking in there part of her plan? Clem, you really know how to pick a time to show up. Come on, I can take you to Strelitzia. Won't she be mad I'm blowing my cover? Probably furious, but she's got bigger things to deal with right now. That's why I'm headed there. You were already headed to her? Yep. Oh, did she not tell you? I got promoted. What? Alder, that rules. I think. Unless it's one of those all-I-do-is-desk-work type promotions. In which case, I'm so sorry. Not quite. I'm not a decision maker, but I get to be in the room with the decision makers. I have my own little command, some people to boss around. I'll introduce you sometime. But for now, we have a meeting to crash. 
and that's how I ended up walking into a war room. Strelitzia's big meeting chamber was the fullest I'd ever seen it, which is to say that there were more people there than just me and her. About 20 people were in there. Some were crowded around a huge screen full of pictures of the monster boarding drone from different angles. Alder led me to a second group, gathered around a table where someone was hunched over something that I couldn't quite make out, because they were working at it with a bright green plasma torch. The room didn't go quiet as I came in, but it felt that way. A lot of eyes fell on me. I hadn't seen any of these people before, I don't think. Strelitzia's upper command is as busy as the rest of the bunch, I guess. Some of them looked concerned, others looked confused. They all stared. As I approached, the person at the table turned the torch off. Now that's a stare I knew, even before she took her safety goggles off. Strelitzia wiped some metal dust off her cheek and rose to address me. Bianchi, I see you found Alder and vice versa. As you can see, we're having a busy day in here, so brevity would be appreciated. I, uh, hi Strelitzia. As you know, I expected you to keep a low profile. The fact that you're here means you have found out some information too vital to disclose via our usual method. Let's hear it, Courier. What do you have for me? I, uh, okay. Yeah, sure, I just... Anything you can say in front of me, you can say in front of anyone in here. Everyone, meet Silverleaf Courier Clementina Bianchi. They've been our ears inside the city and responsible for getting us half the tools we're using on this job. The eyes were already on me. Now Strelitzia was giving them something to look for. Okay, I... Oh, wow. Hi, everyone. So, uh... I was delivering on a route to Cal Weather Office. And I... Well, the letter opener... The what? I, uh... Strelitzia, do I really have to explain this to all of them? Bianchi has certain methods of obtaining information, Bardock. Let them continue. Right. I... You wouldn't expect it, right? I deal with people every day. I weave through them and find the one I need, like an arrow hitting a bullseye. But that's when things are in motion. Cities are chaotic. Parks are chaotic. This job is an ocean that whips and rages, and you work by learning to ride the waves. It still feels like dangerous water. I didn't expect it either, but there I was. I came in there because I was sure I needed to. Sure, what I had to say was important. Now, all eyes were on me. And I froze. I couldn't look at Strelitzia, or even Alder, let alone anyone else in there. Out with it, Bianchi. This is starting to feel like a waste of time. And then my eyes fell on what Strelitzia had been working on. Is that a theremin lock? This? It is. One of our people were able to steal it from the drone's spare parts warehouse. Does it work? Well, it's still synced to the board fellow drone's remote system, so yes. It responds to the same sequence as the rest of the building. As you can see, you've interrupted a critical step in figuring out how we might go about popping it open. So, if you don't mind... I'd better just show you. Can you move? Excuse me? I just need this for a minute. I... <laughs> you know, I think I practically pushed Strelitzia aside. It was all I could think to do. Sue me. Otter told me the look on her face was like if she'd woken up with her feet on her arms and her hands on her legs. I wonder when was the last time someone told her what to do. <laughs> anyway. It's locked right now, yeah? It is. That bar there will slide back when it's unlocked. Okay, okay. Of course I'd seen a theremin before. Back in grade school. I hadn't played one since. But when I brought my hands out over it, there was that muscle memory. 
For a memory that wasn't mine? The notes that the security guard my vision had played, they were in my veins, coursing down from my shoulders, taking a turn at the elbow and riding the rest of the way along my forearms before finally settling, pooling in my fingertips. If everyone's eyes were still on me, and I guess they must have been, I didn't feel them anymore. All I felt was this knowledge, like my hands had been borrowed by someone else and given back to me. So I used them. Presto. What? They did it! They did it! I- Alright, sorry. The enthusiasm is noted, Alder. Bianchi? Yeah? Thank you. It seems you've delivered in exactly the way I hoped you would. And more. I... have? Certainly. I had a whole list of things I was hoping you might find while snooping through the mail. A solution on this scale was high on the list, high enough that I was worried we might not be able to reach. And yet, the courier has arrived just in time with the ladder. Now then, come, there's much to do. And so much we did. Strelitzi advised that I go ahead and put my two weeks in at the post office. If you ask me, it would be the most prudent if you simply stopped showing up. Either way, I think they got the message. I spent the next three days trying to teach the right notes to every goon she could throw at me. We're talking monster borders, safe crackers, musicians, hell, even Alder gave it a go. And I tried my best with them. Crap. Sorry, Clem, I swear I'll get this. How is this so hard? Man, come on, it's easy. Watch this. Just do it like that. Oh my god. If this is what it's like teaching, teachers deserve to be paid more. But after three days, the clock was still ticking, and the only one who could get that lock open... ...was me. Well, Bianchi, that's the last of them. Everyone I have easily on hand who could conceivably follow your lead on opening our little problem lock. And who I trust to get the job done. There's gotta be more we can do. I just need more time with them. I'm sure one of them will get the hang of it. Uh, I'm sorry for yelling at the one who turned out to be your cousin. Second cousin. And I'm sure she deserved it for something or other. Bianchi, you're right about one thing. We could do it with time, but lest I repeat myself... You don't have time. Certainly not. And now I have three days less of it than I did when we started this endeavor. Absolutely criminal goings-on, those. So, what are you gonna do? What, indeed? No. Pardon? Absolutely not. I know what you're thinking. I can see it all over you. Oh, and now the courier can read faces as well as locks. Clem, consider my position here. Your position? Yes. I need entry into the Monster Borders drone before the biggest game of the year. That game is going to have every eye and every screen in New Penzance locked on it. Do you know what that is, Courier? A bad time to find a parking spot. An opportunity. For what? Declaration of war? You're smart enough to know the answer to that. Oh. Well, thank you. But how about we skip the part where you tell me why I should use that smarts to do... 
whatever it is you need me to do in there. Already using the first person, I see. Using the... No. No, 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 no. Listen here. You consider my position for a minute. All right. Strelitzia, you offered me a job. A good one. I'll give it to you. Hiring Silverleaves. Smart move. We needed the work. And then you got the letter opener at your command along the way. You really lucked out. And you knew how to be smart with that luck. You're smart, Strelitzia. You're making me blush. But you're also pushy. I've met Pushy before. I once delivered a bunch of new knives to a butcher on Mars who spent two hours trying to put me to work cutting alligator steaks for the weekend. I know Pushy, but you're a whole other level. Am I? I started delivering for you and didn't ask questions about your plan. I don't even know what you want to do with the city. Not really. But I kept my head down and took the paychecks. But every time I see you, the way you talk, it's like you're just waiting. Like you've already decided I'm going to join your little revolution, and all you have to do is wait. I came back here because I thought I could do some good, Strelitzia, but I can't get my hands dirty like this. You mean to tell me you haven't already? Huh? You say you agreed to work for me because you thought you could do some good. And you have been. You have been by feeding me information, which you've torn out of letters and packages for weeks now. Would you not refer to that as getting involved? I... Bianchi, you could have left at any time, and you didn't. Maybe those reasons are self-serving, or maybe they're because you care about this city and the faces you recognize in it more than you'd like to admit. It does not concern me which answer is correct. Here's what does. I've sacrificed a lot to be here, Courier. I've lost good people, family, friends... There are ones who I've spent longer without than with, and ones who I sometimes forget not to expect to hear from again. Do you know how I came to run the largest space dust ring in the soul system? You inherited a zirconium mine? Luck, Courier. Pure luck. Pure chance. And, as you say, enough smarts to make that luck work for me. When I'm given chances, I plant them in the best soil I can get and grow them with as much care as I have to give. That's what this, all of this, is. Every chance is an asset. Every stroke of luck is a tool in my belt, and I am using those tools to make this city whole again, as best I can. It does not matter to me whether being a tool gives you validation or a sense of justice. What matters to me is that you let me wield you as I need to. So all your people are just tools to you? They are tools and they are people and they understand the power that lies in being both. Clem, you brought your letter opener to me. That wasn't just a stroke of luck, not for me. This power, whatever it truly is that you and yours have been gifted with, it is an unknowable thing, at least insofar as you or I can see, yes? I've tried. I've been trying. Timing out visions, comparing notes to the dance, and with Balth. I'm glad to hear you made contact with Pharaoh. How is Last Vestige treating him? I think he's working with the tools he's been given, as best he can. Then that right there is my final pitch to you, Courier. If you want to help people, you have in front of you a chance to do so as I have done, and as Pharaoh has done, using the tools only you possess. If this does not persuade you, we may end our contract here, and I will not expect to hear from you again. And if you persuaded me? Then I don't believe... I need to introduce you to the substance I need you to smuggle into the drone. Is that... Uh, 
bounce my fucking blue jays. Okay, here goes nothing. Alder, I'm in. Okay, great. I won't be able to keep talking to you once you're in there, Clem. Secure lines and all that. Right, I know. I've got the map loaded up with where she needs the gel dispersed. Can't believe she couldn't at least send me in with a bomb squad. Well, you know. More hands make louder work. <laughs> a modest bomb squad, then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alder, before you go, thanks for backing me up. Yeah, of course. All I'm really doing is watching security camera footage. No, I, I don't just mean this. It was nice having someone else on my side at Storlitzia's the other day. Hey, Clem, I'm glad you're here. And as long as you're in my city, I got your back. I'm holding you to that, kid. Okay, how clear is my path? Only security guy in the building is safe in his room. Mouth full of donuts and security feeds full of looped footage. Sweet. Okay, I'm headed in. Alright, signing off. Hey, Clem. Yeah? Good luck. Yeah. Thanks, bud. See you in an hour or so. Okay. Let's see. Closest target is three hallways north, two west. Up two flights of stairs and down one more. God, this place is huge. Strelitzia's plan was actually pretty straightforward. Rig up the monster boarding drone with sound-based explosives the night before the big game. Long enough that the blue jay gum would soak all the way into the supports and be at their most dangerous. Then, when the seats are filled and the monster boards are about to start roaring around the arena... Strelitzia would jack into the Jumbotrons and make her case, partially to tens of thousands of people in the bleachers, and also to the suits in their VIP boxes, <laughs> or watching streams from their expensive bungalows on the edge of the light side of the moon. Let the games begin! And the sound wakes up the Blue Jay Gum and blows the whole drone sky high. Of course, after I reacted poorly to that idea, she clarified that she'd make sure they evacuated the building. After all, the tourists aren't the cause of the problem. They're only a symptom. The arena is the tumor. And tomorrow, it will become my bargaining chip to change the city for good. And so here I was, setting up Strelitzia's poker table, carrying the same tube of blue jay gum that got me into this mess. That feels so long ago now. Okay, so I guess we just uh, slathered this all over this support beam. Oh god, it smells like a tire factory in a sulfur mine. And you know what? I'll admit it. In the moments when I wasn't too busy trying to aggressively breathe the noxious fumes out of my lungs, I felt pretty good about what I was doing. Using the tools I had at my disposal, playing a part and helping a whole lot of people, by doing something only I could do. <sighs> that was nice, while it lasted. Okay, last one done. Let's see how quickly I can sneak my way out of here. Let's see, uh, was it a left at the outdated Manny Manifesto World Cup Tour, or a right? Man, from the inside, this place feels more like a maze than a sports arena. Some kind of fun house for people with really weird ideas of fun. Hey, what is that? Ooh, 
Oh God, oh why'd I do that? <laughs> Additional postage required episode 9, Game Day, Part 1, starred Kai Swanson as Clementina Bianchi, Lex Frazier as Strelitzia, Jared Hill as Vance Tarr, and Scotty Jacobson as Alder, with Wheels Wheeler, Max Newland, and Jay Petroquin as the ensemble. Game Day was written, directed, and edited by Jay Petroquin, co-produced by Chris Hutton. Our opening theme, Kind Starlight, was written and produced by Jay Petroquin and Tim Lamarck, and the show's artwork was created by Gary Calupo. Other music and sound effects come from the Soundstripe Sound Effects Catalog, freesound.org, and the FilmCow Sound Effects Library. Thanks, as always, to our supporters on Patreon. Each new patron gets a shout-out on the show and helps us grow what we do here for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash additional postage required. Visit for early episodes, written commentaries, and more once the season wraps. You can also support the show by giving us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen, and by telling your friends. Word of mouth is the one thing more powerful than postage. Additional postage required can be found on Twitter at APR underscore podcast. We are also a member of the Moonshot Podcast Network, where you can find a galaxy of shows ready to blast their own cavalcade of voices into your head. We can't guarantee that you'll become a player in the fight to save your city from tourist hell, but you will find improv, action, and good fun. Find out more at moonshotpods.com and join us on Discord to talk about the show. And hey, don't forget to write. Lights. Camera. Adaptations. Ever watched your favorite book become a movie and said, huh, well that certainly was a weird decision? Of course you have. Hollywood is constantly making changes for their adaptations, and this podcast aims to answer the question of why. Join host Emma Shannon and a different guest every month on Unnatural Selection, a new Moonshot Network podcast, as they talk about a film, its source material, and what makes an adaptation good, faithful, and less commonly, good and faithful. Check out episode one, coming to a podcatcher near you on February 15th.